Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. If you want to learn a language or you teach a language, you've come to the right place. Join Janina each week for tips, resources, and advice for making engaging language learning happen anytime, anywhere. Welcome to the Five Week Linguist Show. This week I wanted to talk about levels A and B, and specifically going from from A, or that sort of novice low, to B, that intermediate. Um, I wanted to start with just a quick review of the path to fluency. Many years ago, I trained in language proficiency rating, and it was probably... it. For as a language teacher, it really was just the best, the best thing I could have asked for. Um, with the best training, um, I did this with the Center for Applied Linguistics, and I, I'm sure that they have the training now, and it's probably accessible online. And essentially, what you do is your language of choice. You would learn to you would listen to different samples of different tasks. And as a quick review, a task is just something we do in a language. So it can be really as simple as greeting someone and anything beyond that. It could be returning a shirt at a store or speaking to a doctor about health problems or talking about your childhood. I mean, it's, it's, it's really infinite. So just imagine anything that you do. And, and of course, tasks from our point of view, from, from a sort of linguistic point of view have designations in the different proficiency ranges. So some tasks are really quite easy compared to others naturally. So the, the, the testers or the people who are actually being tested are, are given tasks and, and they, they perform them and the tasks are sort of that A, B, or C level um, or, you know, novice, intermediate, advanced. And when we're sort of at the A slash novice level, we start with nothing and we work up to through words and phrases. So we learn a lot of words and phrases. And that B level, we start with choppy phrases that kind of look like choppy sentences. And then as we refine, we can start saying a few of those together at a time. And they kind of start looking more like paragraphs. And then through the advanced level, we our paragraphs become stronger and more refined until we go into the superior and distinguished. And um, those are designations that the CEFR, the Common European Framework for Reference, doesn't have that the actual scale does. And I, I really like that. So I'm a bit biased towards um, the actual scale because they're constantly drilling down and, and getting getting more and more specific with different proficiency levels in there and, and what they designate tasks. And um, so you can have a really, really strong, clear idea of, of a person's language proficiency. 
So I'm going to put the 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 path to fluency because there were the notes that I took during that training and I had them made into a graphic so that they were very visual to me and and it's something I've I've shared it for years now and I love it the speech bubbles where you you can it's I think it's a it's a great visual representation of my notes as well as the ideas that were in my head but today we're going to talk really specifically about going from nothing and into the B level which is really what a lot of people's goals are. It's what a lot of people might call themselves fluent if they can make their own sentences. Um, I also want to note that I think it's really important to to see yourself as a speaker of languages pretty much the whole way on that continuum. So I have some languages that I'm really strong at, and I have some languages that I'm not so strong at, like my Japanese, but I definitely still you know, consider myself a a very weak speaker of Japanese. I can say words and phrases, but I, I I still consider myself someone who can communicate, though my skills are somewhat limited. And it also, that gives me the confidence to be able to use it when I need to use my Japanese and to honor what I do know. So going from nothing to phrases, whether you have the goal of going sort of all the way or just a little bit of the way is definitely people's goals. So I just wanted to to share some really specific activities and ways that, that you can get there. At the end of the day, it's it's all about words and phrases. So the quickest way to be able to to say your own sentences is to start with phrases. Start with chunks. I can't emphasize this enough. So when you've gone from A, novice, from the very beginning up into the B, intermediate, where you can start creating some with languages, you have to have some words and phrases to be able to put together, right? I mean, that's that's really logical, but how do you do that? Do you just memorize a bunch of words and phrases? Yes, but no. you got to be really focused and concerted. Think about the tasks that you would do at that beginning level. So they're infinite, right? There's so many different tasks that you could be doing, but you would definitely want to start there with your tasks. And you would want to have words and phrases to help you complete those tasks. The best, one of the best tools that I could recommend is language for travel and beginners. As you know, or you may not know, if you go over to my blog, I published tons. I think I've published in maybe 11 languages, language for travel and beginners. And I've always been obsessed with it. And I've always been obsessed with it because it works. All of the language is served up to get you communicating and fast. And they're all put in words. They're all put into chunks, right? All the words and phrases that you need are put into chunks that help you complete those different tasks. So definitely start there. It's great to know words, but you wanna know words that go together and will help you communicate. Um, and if, if you, my travel and beginners 
language materials have the link to audio. You go under free language books, but you can also just go and 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 get a phrase book. You know, spend seven dollars or so and get a phrase book. You could even make your own based on the the tasks and the chunks that you want to learn. So that's that's really important. Think about that. Don't just go crazy on learning words. Learn words to do specific things, right? Think about when you're traveling a phrase book. They talk about food, how, how to how to say the time, how to get around, what what different signs might say, how to greet people, how to deal with an emergency. Think about those types of things, right? That's the very first step. The second step would be to find yourself a I love notebooks. And one of my very favorite activities is called vocabulary columns. And essentially, you write down your chunks in a column in your target language, and you draw a line. And the first step, you study them. And then the first step is you write them out in your in, in English or your, your native language. You study them a lot. Then you fold over the target language and you use the english and you or or your native language and you go back and you you write out all those chunks and so you're folding over the piece of papers i call them vocabulary columns i'll i'll put a picture in there for you uh, so you can see it and by the end you'll know the words and phrases a lot of people love gold list method as well they say it's relaxing where you you take about 20 words you write them 20 words and phrases and you you write them out and then you kind of review and then you go back the next day and, and the ones that you didn't easily recall, they sort of carry over. Um, I'd love all of those for self-study methods. Um, but if you're busy and, you know, I, I, I'm a really busy person and I absolutely adore languages. But the, the, the truth of the matter is that I don't have a lot of time. So if I were in the A level and I had to pick sort of a couple of things to do, I would definitely... Um, and that I just didn't have time to sit down at all. I would get Pimsleur. They've got a great app out and they've got these 30 lesson courses and they have, you know, sort of five levels at least for their languages. They have some other different supplements that you can have and, um, different dialects, et cetera, tons of languages. Absolutely amazing. And, and they incorporate a lot of the things that I was just talking about where you talk about in chunks and you work on um, learning chunks and you recycle just like you would in the gold list method or the vocab columns where you're carrying over those words. Um, and then if you do have more time, I love, I love Yabla and I love getting into italki uh, at the, the A level, it can be really awkward. Um, not having, feeling like, wow, how am I going to talk to somebody? I barely know what to say. These teachers are super sympathetic and I absolutely love them. And if I was too scared to do that, I would set aside some time once a week just to record myself. I would just take the, the notebooks that we were talking about, right? Working in your notebooks and just writing down dialogues, right? Writing down conversations between different, between two people or 
going back to those tasks, I love to use the notebooks for tasks as well. And writing out everything I need to do a task and then recording it, right? And you're going to need some support if you're at that A level, right? You're going to need prompts. You're going to need support. Again, that's why I love PIMS where they give you, naturally, they give you lots and lots of different prompts. Um, but whatever you do, at the end of the day, remember this, um, whether you're acquiring language naturally as you would through reading, through a program like Yabla or Netflix for language learning, um, and through deep comprehension, you can also, you can really accelerate this process by, by understanding the research behind language acquisition. So doing all those things, right, doing things to understand language and at the same time doing some really concerted things to get to that next level um, you know, memorization. At the end of the day, you could memorize enough words and phrases, spend time doing that, and then be able to create with your own languages. I also want to say at this novice A level, you can move through this level very quickly. Um, it could be a few hundred hours if it's sort of a language that's similar to your own. Um, you can make quick progress and it's very rewarding, but be careful. I tend to not recommend doing more than sort of 30 minutes a day when you're at this level because it can be mentally really taxing. So find something that you can realistically see yourself doing for 30 minutes a day. And I always change it up every five weeks because it's really easy to get bored. I just told you about a bunch of activities that I love for beginners. I would go crazy if I did them every day ad nauseum. I switch it up. Maybe I do five weeks of Pimsleur. And and I tend to, I love Pimsleur because I think it's really effective and I, I, I do it on my commute and I don't have a whole lot of time to do languages. But when I do, I really like to sit down and I like to meet with italki tutors. I like to read. I like to work in my notebooks. I like to travel. But you can really quickly get from zero to creating with language. And next week, we're going to talk about going um, through the intermediate level. I'm also going to leave for you a, a book of tasks. So these tasks are really can be used in any language and work through the task. Get a notebook, get your voice memos on your phone and work through and um, you'll be surprised at how, how quickly you build your fluency. Until next time. Thank you for listening to the Five Week Linguist Show with Janina Klimas. Join us each week here and visit us at reallifelanguage.com slash blog for more resources for learning and teaching languages.